0: Hey guys, this is Jim Fix, a.k.a. Fillmore. For those of you who love QF, a podcast about Howard Stern and would like to donate some money, there's two ways now you can do it. Uh, You can join our Patreon page, which is listed in the graphic you're seeing now. But also, if you'd rather not do a subscription-based thing, even if it's a buck a month or what have you, uh, you can use our PayPal account, which would be jimfix76 at gmail.com. And you can donate whatever you like however you like uh one of those two ways and we'd more than appreciate it if you'd like to do so thank you very much
1: first of all the nerve of your fucking ass to call me and tell me your fucking problem if not my best. fuck off get lost get off I, I take your stupid subscription and cancel who cares dina fuck you fuck you cunt. fuck you Get lost. Don't do my audience. I'll do my audience whatever I want. I'll piss on this audience if I... I do have uh, issues about people leaving me. I want to control everyone in my atmosphere. I want. I am a puppet master. And I want everyone to be a puppet.
2: He was saying goodbye to me, and he leaned in for a kiss, and I smiled so big that he literally kissed my teeth. Um, I cheated on every one of my boyfriends except for Howard. For real? Mm-hmm. Really? The real? day I met Howard, my cheating days, and... You were a cheater? I was a cheater.
1: I hate Beth. I think she's only after Howard's money, and she's, <laughs> and she's a real horse face. Can you bang any of those stripper broads on the uh, on the show? Teresa Lynn said you banged up. Teresa, who? Ooh,
3: she was on here. She talked. She was in honesty. your movie, Private Parts. <laughs> oh, Amy.
1: Uh, no, no, no. Teresa,
3: the, the one with the, oh, the no. little Seven ass. The bitch. She,
1: she never said that. She told <laughs> me. That's a lie. Uh, to admit you're lying. That's Tony. She called Tony. Did I ever bang Teresa Lynn? taking New Jersey. Welcome to the wrap up show.
3: Does
1: any of you gentlemen believe that Beth actually loves Howard? <laughs> 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 yeah,
4: let's
3: let's come right to the nitty-gritty.
1: Artie
4: and I spent last weekend with him, and if she's in love, then she should get a fucking Oscar. If she's not in love, I mean,
3: should <laughs> If she's in uh, love, she uh, should uh, get uh, an Oscar. Uh, Howard is Beth, Howard is Beth, I'm knitting baby
5: buddies. What are you doing out I'm knitting baby buddies. <laughs> I
0: could just see our blonde, our blonde curly haired son? At least you don't have to pretend your dog is actually a child
1: <laughs> Beth once even said to me, it was funny too because what Beth once said to me, you know I wouldn't mind being engaged forever. Like, like this was you know years ago. She was, I just think the ring is so great. I would uh-huh. love to, you know. It's romantic. And, and it's romantic yeah. and it's kind of cool. But the second I uh, popped the question, she was like, Well, let's get on the phone and tell everyone we're getting married. And I went, whoa, whoa. Yeah. no, 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 we're not getting married. We're engaged.
6: <laughs> There's no such thing.
1: You know what it is? I'm so self important. I just don't even remember meeting anyone.
6: She was up here one day and I introduced you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I'm, cured.
1: I'm not going to be cured of anything. I am me. I am just going to a psychiatrist so that I can feel better about certain issues in my life. That's all.
0: Hey guys, this is Fillmore. You're listening to QF, a podcast about Howard Stern. And this is the second part of the Billy West versus John Kay video walkthrough. Part three, which is the finale, will be on this Thursday. Um, we separated it to make it a little more palatable for all of you. So we hope you guys appreciate it. Thanks so much. Um, so we're going to go in with part two guys. We hope you enjoyed this as much as you enjoyed part one and we've got a lot of clips to get through. So let's finish it up.
1: Yeah,
6: You have that. an assistant here uh, to, uh, on your behalf. Billy now has his manager on his behalf.
1: I don't know. Billy's shooting me looks.
6: Okay. <laughs> I'm the nut, though. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh,
3: that's true.
1: All right. Now, Billy's <laughs> wife is about to get in on this, John. Oh, man. John K., the creator of Ren and Stempy. Billy, one of the voices
0: of Ren and Stempy. Jesus, he keeps, mis- mis- he keeps fucking that up
2: such an idiot. Do you love how that one album cover in the background is almost like his... (laughs) What is that? Is that his hair? What is that? Is that a calendar of him?
0: No, I think that's the uh, Private Parts... Something Private Parts. I can't quite read it. Now now a Paramount Pictures production or something like that. I can't quite tell. Oh, okay. I think it's all Private Parts promotional bullshit. (laughs) It
2: should be just like... You know, um, like a TV ad for like hair clippings, like we can vacuum this up very fast for you. Um, It's just insane. But the Gary puppet in every time I see the clip go by and the Gary puppets in there, I'm like, oh, my God, that Gary puppet is so funny looking. And it's so incredibly sad how awful the puppets Mm -hmm. look now. When you look at that Gary puppet, just looking at it is hysterical.
0: They redid it, didn't they? They they made a new Gary puppet that's so inoffensive. You just there's it's so stupid.
2: It's it's like, you know, looking at a child's toy at Fisher-Price.
0: That's exactly what I was thinking, Fisher-Price. So he's... and, and uh, a lot of that stuff. The other thing was that was what made the show kind of the vid- the visual aspect. It had to be kind of kooky looking the set. Now when you see the thing it's it's this nondescript well, he's at home, but when he was at Sirius most recently, in 2020, before COVID hit, it was sterile, blue. It was like uh, institutional, I guess. And uh, that, I, what would you pay for the video at that point? There's nothing to see.
2: Well, yeah, that's the point of too. Like even cartoons, so like Red and Stimpy, with this thread, the Gary puppet, Red and Stimpy, this kind of off the wall, ironic weirdness mm-hmm. was what made it funny. Yeah, I mean, that was the greatness of some of the 90s, you know, humor, I guess, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. just originality. And that does not exist anymore. I mean, just throwing in these lumps of shit puppets. I don't know what the fuck they're doing
0: but also the quick cuts that the editing team would do to go to the back office or the green room or after and before the interview and add these things there was much busier and a little more happening than what they've done now which is almost like a comatose patient doing the editing and anyway we'll we'll continue guys but as you can see it's just it's just more frantic back then and i yeah. tribute i attribute that to Howard's energy at the time anyway as negative as as negative as it might have been at least it was more
2: even the it, it cell was... mask. Yeah. Put on the cell mask.
0: Yeah. This it's it's just it's it's a, such a, a big contrast to what it later became.
6: Eventually he became both Ren and Stimpy.
0: Right. And what is your assistant's name?
1: Leslie. Leslie is here who uh, obviously has ill feeling toward Billy.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and she wasn't even there with this happened. Right.
1: <laughs> That's what I love the best. All right. Where were you
7: when I was practicing all this stuff? I'd be right.
2: making more money if you were. Oh, you would you? You'd be making more money. You'd be making more money. What? Selling frocks on the corner of Fifth, bitch. <laughs> fuck I off. Love,
0: I love when you get on about fashion, but it—I mean, it's dated as fuck. But Jesus, she's not making. She's not doing herself any favors. I'd be
2: making more money. Where would you? Where are you making more money? Who would you be social climbing on? To? Like, really? She's ready to climb onto another job. She's waiting to be hired right now at Howard. That's what she's hoping for. Did you hear her in the beginning? She was saying, "What are you gonna get me and are you gonna get Am me I gonna a get, job?"
0: Yes, she'll. Said, Am I gonna, I gonna get, get fired? So who the fuck? Like, what, what was the point of bringing her in? Just an extra voice?
2: I don't know. She should just wear a neon sign that says, "Job climbing bimbo."
0: <laughs> or is she like a procurer of underage Because she did mention. I th- I gotta I have to go through that again. She mentioned, I believe, the the first name of one of the girls who later on. Um, initiated like the she came out with the accusations I against
2: slice be.
0: I guess so. Yeah, for underage chicks,
7: I, I think you have a bright future in making money. I do, yeah, I think it'll, you all can come, manage it'll
1: come your way. So, John, you got this new series coming up on Fox. When does that start? Uh, actually, it's just in development, so it
0: hasn't actually been sold. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh. We have a comic book coming out though with the same characters. Oh, so it's in development. This is yeah. this makes this makes it more even even creepier because he doesn't really have anything to promote. This makes me think Howard sought him out. I originally thought it was just one of those things where, you know, how they would have guests, and you, we know that how they basically would look, and he would okay, yes, this one, not this one. I don't know anything about this one. He had the choice of who he wanted to come in. Back then, of course, there were loads of people that wanted to be on the show. This would have been one of many. I don't believe uh, now. I'm thinking Howard actively sought this fucking guy out.
2: Yeah, in development. So that right. I mean, since when are you promoting? Ha, what have we ever heard of anyone coming on the show promoting something in development? That's Never. not a joke.
0: No, like you, you're a promoting a stripper uh,
2: or no. you know a whack packer.
0: That's right. You promote a movie that's out or, and not that's, and maybe that you're working on absolutely, but you never talk about what's in development because number one, the deal could go South. Hello, fart man. And, um, second of all, it's like, you look like an idiot if it does go South all of a sudden, Oh, you said that was in development. What happened to that? You sound like a failure. You never in Hollywood want to make it look like something fucked up and you were involved in it. That fucking gaudy movie with Travolta was attached with so much bullshit baggage. When it finally did come out, it had no choice but the fucking tank.
2: Oh, And I know people probably, you know, you can think what you want of Kumia, but the rundown of that movie with Dave Landau, funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen. It was so <laughs> good. They reviewed it.
3: Oh,
1: you do? Uh-huh. Okay, so and that's called, George? It's called comic book. Oh, comic book. What's the matter? Where's his wife? She's not going to come on the air. She just Aww. said that this whole
4: thing is very unfair to Billy. And I said, well, we don't know the whole she story. She could come and on and of... tell. What's unfair to Billy? I guess this whole thing. But uh. I don't know exactly what. And she, and she also said that, um, you know, she doesn't want to be painted as a
0: moron. That's what she feels like. You guys are she's not a moron. <laughs>
4: oh, people. Uh,
0: this is that's funny. She wanted to come on, and now she doesn't. What's the motivation there? What she she real, she, real, she just realized she's going to be attacked by Howard.
2: You can think of this as two ways. You could be super angry like I was and gave mm-hmm. my rant mm-hmm. to Howard in the previous episode if I was Billy's wife, you know, mm-hmm. not taking a breath and doing that. Mm-hmm. But if I did that, then I wouldn't be thinking of the second part of this okay. where if you thought about what was going to happen, you have Robin, Gary, Jackie, Fred, listeners, callers ready to go.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you have everybody but Billy against you. You have to think about your how many against one, about how this is going to paint you. And this is not about you. It's about your husband's career mm-hmm. and your finances are attached to it. And yes. he's also attached to a different company. That's true. So I really think as much as I enjoyed pretend being Billy's wife. And I'm so glad I got to do that. It was probably the smarter thing not to bitch him out because Mm -hmm. it would have, it would have, I think created more of a situation for Billy in the long run.
0: Yeah. So she's thinking self-preservation. Like, if I do this, what's it going to make me look like in Hollywood? No one's going to want to deal with me. Look at Helen Kushnick and Jay Leno and how she soured every fucking relationship because she, of how she was perceived and how she acted. Let's be honest.
2: And I also think, like, she just thought, I have not a shot in hell if mm-hmm. it's just me on a telephone and they have all five against one, resources, buttons, they audio, microphones, yeah. anything they want. Mm-hmm. They could just shut my fucking mic off phone off mute me
0: do you think it would have been different if she'd been in studio yes yeah as a level playing field which is not a level playing field but it's better than because they had they, there's always such a disadvantage to being on the phone even now as opposed to being in studio because they could always just lower the mic like that one dice the last dice appearance before Sirius, so he was promoting something i can't remember and then all howard did was shout him down that's that's all he could do because ice was destroying him. I heard the audio many times, and um, you couldn't put him up against a, a seasoned road comic. He just couldn't. He, he's just not fast enough. With with Jackie writing him notes, without doesn't matter. So,
2: I would have liked to hear her for you know our own personal vindication.
0: <laughs> Fuck yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's not a moron.
2: Oh, people are <laughs> getting too sensitive around here.
6: Yeah.
4: But I said, I said oh my don't...
2: god, it coming from Robin.
0: <laughs> coming from Robin, I was thinking the same what
2: thing. Time did you leave the airport? I'm leaving.
0: Yeah, I love that one. Oh, the bigger story.
4: Yeah, we don't know anything. About but she it. said that Billy's being, you know, wronged You are Billy.
6: Well, certainly Billy feels that no. way.
1: <laughs> How come Billy doesn't feel that way? You How don't can... feel that way? No. No. You don't feel uncomfortable being around John, right? No. No. Hmm. I
6: do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Billy's the only one who's not
0: uncomfortable. To explain to your wife it's a comedy show. This is what I find fascinating. Like, Billy underneath, like, the, he's, he's probably seething. But he's also smart enough, because he's Howard's age. He's a couple years older, I believe. He, he knows enough to know how the show works that, he, you know, if you, just, if you just stifle any kind of emotion, Howard's starved. Like, he can't do anything about it. And the segment's going to bomb and it's just going to end faster
2: there's people you know that you're friends with that like no matter what you know they're going to just do what they're going to do no matter what and you just have to get through this just to Mm -hmm. get to the rest of it so you just have to muscle through this you just gotta muscle through this like i swear to christ there's people where i'm like we're gonna have to leave at this time and you show Mm -hmm. up at their place and you know they're fucking still getting ready. And you're like, I knew this was going to happen. So mm-hmm. you're just going to have to smile and grin and bear it and just be like, listen, we're just going to have to, okay. And we're going to get in yeah. the car and it's just going to be fine. And they're going to still be like, really? yeah. It's just,
0: and you then just they're
2: just... going <laughs> to be nasty. And then they're just still going to be a fucking, you know, whatever. It's just, you have... Cause there's certain people that don't care and they throw their weight around no matter what. So you just grin and bear it because you know they're going to be that
0: way. You just described every time I had to fucking attend a wedding that I didn't want to go to. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I'm going like Jesus Christ, okay. I know it's your fucking friend's fucking sister, uh. but I don't care. <laughs> like, you know. Anyway, let's let's continue. Poor Billy God, I feel bad for him. Oh, she shouldn't get I too involved.
1: Tell her not to get that involved. I have. Oh, I All wish right. you'd call back. Yeah, get her on yeah, the air. Yeah, come head. on. Get her on the air, Gary. Come on, V. Come on, V. It's time for you to come on the air. Look at John. John, you're a weird guy. I could see why Billy would be frightened of you. <laughs> That's frightened of me. I, don't know, I don't know. You're <clears> High <throat> Billy and I should be pals. Oh.
0: So you see, I thought you were really going really to come in here and be pals. Hatchet?
6: Or does he want to poison Billy's food when he's not no, looking? No. no, you like Billy. Billy's all right.
0: Yeah. I thought you were going to be pals. Oh, I thought you were going to be you know, pissed off at Billy. Oh, he's a backstabber. Oh, I would have done the same. Howard will say anything, anytime, to get whatever fucking reaction he wants. And it's in within even the same breath. He can contradict himself so badly. And it's never worse than, I don't think there's too many more appearances where it's more obvious than this one.
2: It, it's like the poison water in Flint. It's just right. awful. You uh-huh. know, he and Robin dropping more acid on it where it's like, Oh, you're not gonna. She. I want to look at her and just be like, "You couldn't even handle questioning about your Guatemala fact finding mission." (laughs) By the way, I would love for somebody this week to be, you know, Robin. Our vice president went to Guatemala this week. Why weren't you know? You should be helping. Why aren't you participating in that? You know so much about that. (laughs) Why didn't you solve the? Root causes of migration, you asshole.
0: (laughs) She knows everything with your
2: fact finding missions, my juicy sandals.
0: Yeah, that was that was funny as shit. But But he's not
2: looking at Billy when he says that he's looking at the assistant.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it's because we're on the
5: Howard show here. (laughs) He's taking a stick and prodding us. Yeah,
1: I like this, but that's okay. (sighs) Draw you right out. So anyway, you're coming out with a book called. You're obviously here to plug this George yeah, thing, and it's called comic book, called comic and it'll be out in our stores. And then you're also going to prepare for a Fox pilot. Yes, we are an animated pilot. Uh-huh. I see. Plus,
5: I have to plug Larry Beto. Who's that? He uh, he makes our uh, those paint kits
0: that we sent you. We make. Okay, this is oh a. By the way, my it's, God. <laughs> it couldn't be less obvious that he's plugging anything. This whole fucking appearance. Um, and, and, uh, I gotta say guys, thanks so much for the positive words about the first half, by the way, we got an, an enormously massive, um, uh, uh groundswell of applause and, and cheers for that. And we, we didn't think we'd get the reaction we did. I knew we did a good job on it, but either way, back patting, sorry, I'll take, I'll stop with that. This, um, can you think of, this is what I wanted to ask you, Sam, can you think of another video, like Howard TV appearance or an interview or something, which as cringeworthy in a similar way.
2: I'm sorry. I'm too busy patting myself on the back. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. I know I wanted to die. I'm dying right now. I don't like any of this. I, I get, so he's barely promoting anything. He's selling trinkets.
6: Yeah. He just chat.
2: talked about a paint kit. <laughs> I, I don't even know what the fuck is happening. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you don't want to be friends? Paint kit? But,
0: yeah. Mm. Yeah. It, George Licker. And then he, he proceeded in part one Puppet. to do one of the worst voices I've ever heard a so-called animator do. Meat. Dolly's.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Paint by numbers. Billy head. says you don't have to plug him. It's like, why give him credit?
6: Oh. <laughs> You're on this show. You have to talk about John. Why yes. are you buddies?
1: You got to worry about your... Sorry?
2: He just, he just goes, Yeah, I don't see why you guys can't be friends. And then he just does this.
1: Yeah. Career. <laughs> Not uh, this other guy's career.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh. He ain't paying your bills. All right. Wow. This was great. Still, I enjoyed having this. <laughs> Let's do it
0: every day.
6: <laughs> no wonder Billy thought it was so wild that I mentioned him on a Tonight Show. He sent me flowers.
0: Really? uh I'm not sure which appearance she's talking about there's two that I can think of one with Linda Ronstadt and another one there might have been two uh well maybe one was for private parts of the movie and then the one was Linda Ronstadt where she was promoting her book in 95 I believe and either way one of those was the infamous uh she'd like to be his (laughs) co-host she said it it was on YouTube but she told Jay Leno she'd like to work with him and that must have fucking set Howard right off
2: yeah, I remember that, but I don't know how you can retrieve fra- facts from your brain when I'm so uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> we had a collection of cringe videos for Sam. God, you guys would have a fucking field day with it.
2: Really? Because of that.
6: Hmm. Yeah, because he would never have mentioned anybody else, I now realize. <laughs>
0: oh, he's going got to promote him.
7: <laughs> well, I'm working on replacing Jay Leno.
1: All right. <laughs> And I wouldn't feel any guilt over that either. No kidding. (laughs) John, in all fairness to Billy, actually, it's like, you know, hey, look, the guy probably said they're going to continue producing the show. What (laughs) the hell? I mean, I might as well do the voices.
2: How many times can we spin the top? The dreidel is just.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah. Unbelievable.
2: Christ. We're, we're, We're spinning quarters, people.
0: It's probably for this very reason V didn't want to get on. You like you, what your point was very good. It was astute the point you made about her thinking more about the future and what would accomplish, what it wouldn't accomplish to get on the air. But I'm thinking she's also figuring if V gets on, Howard will take whatever side he wants and just not be reasonable, obviously, which he never was. But then the idea of how do you rationalize? How do you rationalize with somebody? that has no actual backbone and has no belief. He's just about making Billy as uncomfortable as he fucking can making this guy look out, look to be some kind of, I don't know what, like it, it, there's no win. It's a no win situation.
2: That's why I, you know, as much as we wish for our own vitriolic hurrah, want mm-hmm. her to call in. T- totally. Of course we do. You guys instead have to settle, settle for my, Version of what it would be like, because that's all we're going to get. And I think the smartest thing she could have done was pragmatically take a deep breath and decide my husband's career is not worth throwing down the toilet, possibly for somebody who's flip flopping like a goddamn goldfish scooped out of a fishbowl by a four year old and just flopping on the counter. You know, nobody he he stands for nothing.
0: Yeah, and you you believe that I was i was thinking just now that maybe privately she told Howard off, but I don't even believe she did either, I think she just literally said, fuck him fuck them, fuck this, we are leaving this fucking show when we get this um, when we get this figured out, he is gone and he is never coming back, and that was it, she, a switch went off in her head and she said, fuck them, forever
2: There's, just in this conversation in the last three minutes alone, there's so many um, change-ups, it's a Buffy the Vampire neck snap back Next and snap. forth, back and forth. It's yeah. it's a season finale neck snaporama. There's so that, many back and forth changes that yeah, she's probably like, thank God I didn't say anything.
0: I think that's also part of what makes it so uncomfortable is that there's no logical progression to the conversation or the um, or the actual lot. There's no logic to the actual arguments. Just one sec, All right?
1: They're only going to bring in some other guy to do the voices. I yeah, guess. I had
7: to audition for it.
1: Right.
6: You mean you didn't have the job on a There
1: was a wall of tapes the size of your house, Robin. Shh. Wow.
7: So somebody was going to do that anyway. Yeah. Oh.
1: Well, I'm sorry, you guys. Staring at each other like that.
5: <laughs> somebody was going to exterminate the Jews anyways. Right. What? Oh!
0: oh. What the fuck?
2: Okay. Jesus,
0: Jesus Christ almighty.
2: So, so... Oh my God. So now he is comparing losing his job because he was incompetent, not timely, didn't produce things on time, was molesting children to the fact that Nazis killed Jews on orders. <laughs>
0: this is i and i i think you know holocaust fucking mentions are a little too i you, i'm guilty of it myself guys i'm not trying to be a hypocrite here i think they're a little um they're they're done a little flippantly in modern society when you think that it was only about let's see 20 50 years 70 years ago that just over 70 years ago that this horrific <laughs> genocide took place. And then we throw it in. It's easy. Cause it's comedians do it all the time. It's it's an immediate reference. Everybody knows what it is. And it's so extreme that it, rege- it begets a reaction. But in this fucking case, a no, guy he's actually a,
2: throwing it in for sympathy. Well,
0: I'm, well, I'm saying like he, this disgraced, basically disgraced, uh, out of the business, like, uh, one trick pony is, you know, throwing Billy under the bus again, putting casting aspersions on his character when we have already said he has nothing to do with the decision making at Ren and Stimpy or any place he works at. They hire him to do a job. That's it. He can offer... Yeah.
2: Nickelodeon's Operation Paperclip. Fuck you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and it didn't... We talked... I mentioned this before that Dan Schneider was still being employed by Nickelodeon for those kids programs at this time, wasn't he? Yes. Fuck. So Nickelodeon needs the fucking Me Too, not, any, not any, let like, When are they going to fucking hit the dirt?
2: Billy's like, just let me do some voices, get some benefits, and I'm sorry, Howard, again, I'd be here if you paid me more.
0: Right. Billy is a really, really overly talented union stiff. Like He's just a union guy trying to do you know he what's the difference between him and a guy loading orange juice trucks well okay he's not doing physical labor but he's a union guy and i know that most unions i think i imagine most union people would stick together on the basis of i don't know maybe i'm being idyllic here but i think maybe i'm being idealistic but i think that um, once you're union you're union all the way
2: oh yeah i'm totally so, union and yeah, i love so, like i i you know all for amazon i wish they would go union
0: well, anyway, so in this case, again, it's it's Billy, it's I I really admire Billy's tact and the whole thing. I like the way he's handling it, but I don't know that I could do it the way he's doing it.
2: Um, I wouldn't be as passive. He's han- he's handling it really incredibly well. I'd be sending pot shots oh, yeah. left and right. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be I'd be a little bit I'd be a little shitty towards that weasel sitting across from me. Mm
5: -hmm. Might as well have been me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Somebody was going to drive the getaway car. (laughs) Billy, I still like you. (laughs) Well, John, I want to offer my congratulations on your new uh, comic book called The Comics. And uh, that'll be in our stores when? August. In August. And uh, I like the characters. They are drawn beautifully. And uh, I would actually like to see Billy involved in this project.
6: Would you ever work with Billy again?
3: Well, if
1: I could get him for scale. <laughs> he's too expensive now. He's become very, very popular in the cartooning industry. So
6: you would work.
0: And such mockery in his voice, such derision in his voice. You can hear it. He fucking... Wig hates mm. Billy so much. He hates him. Fucking hates he him. Hates... Can't stand him.
2: He so hates that he's talented. He hated yes. Artie for being talented, too. hmm
0: and that's and that's the parallel everybody brings. They a lot of people in the in the comments for the first video said this is worse than the bro fight, and I agree. Actually, it's a lot worse.
2: It, it actually like makes me. I get like almost verklempt. Like I don't like when talented people get shit on, and I like get really upset. Like it's so well, annoying well, if, to see like talented people getting shit on by this asshole. I hate well, not
0: even that. It's not talented people. It's talented people that don't deserve it. Right. Right. This isn't, this isn't, you know, Harvey Weinstein, a talented producer who's a fucking shitbag. This is a talented voice guy. Billy was Wasn't even a full-time worker there. He was just a part-time employee of the station. Like, sorry, he was a full-time employee of the station, Uh, but working so many different fucking gigs. All he wanted was a full-time gig on the Stern Show and they wouldn't offer it to him. I wonder why.
2: And if anybody doesn't know the Billy West history and you look up his clips, please do. He's oh, yeah. just phenomenal. Yes. And his humor is you might think, oh, my God, this humor is just no, it's irony. And if mm-hmm. you don't understand ironic humor, well, I'm sorry for you. Do,
1: you do, Yeah. Work <laughs> with him. This is very beautifully drawn. He didn't say he'd work with him.
6: <laughs> he's like me on a date with Clarence. <laughs> if He
1: apologized. I would work with him. You would. Mm-hmm. Billy, say you're
6: sorry. There's Billy, money. say
1: you're sorry. What's a big deal? It's bucks. It's money. If he was honest about it, I would. Really.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> 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 Jesus. I love this. He does. You that, know, that, it's that, That's so. That's that's really that's the one. that's the one point where he's being honest, Wiggy. <laughs> Poor Sam. Like Sam's just incredulous. She really is at this. She's like her two, you know, aunt and uncle's house or something, and they 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 need to divorce for twenty years and they haven't. They're still stuck together, and you can feel the fucking tension on the walls.
2: I'm ready to break things.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like
2: there's all these plastic toys around me. I'm just ready to be like Mia. I'm sorry. Tomorrow you're gonna wake up and there's no more Barbie Dream House. <laughs>
0: Her head's been (laughs) sawed off and shit.
2: (laughs) But listen, it also is too, like, there's never enough apology you can give to these people. So if Billy were to say sorry to John, it would never be enough. When you're wrong in these situations to these entitled shitbag elitist motherfuckers, they just think they're right. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you were to say, right. That's why I hate when people apologize for things they shouldn't be apologizing for. And this happens all the time. Now, nobody's accepting it. It'll never be enough. You're still going to lose your job. Nobody's going to respect you. Hold your ground. Stop saying sorry. Gray rock those fuckers like Billy did. Get your job and do what you have to do for your family.
1: And Billy, you will not apologize, right? No. We're what just, happened to Billy's wife? She, I don't know. I just have, you know... She won't come on she
4: now? Just she just doesn't want to come on. Oh. The oh. But it's funny, because Ganji and I are sitting out there listening to this thing, and Ganji said, there's like something
0: brewing here oh, that's just yeah. not not happening. It's right under the... It's, it's ready to it. blow. It's we resturing. can't
4: figure out what it is. It's, well, it's not. Re-
0: it's not ready to blow. It's, it's... Well, V's probably fucking blowing up. But what those, what Grillo is, as much as an idiot, he is, as he is, he's actually, th- th- he's right. Like there, there's a, there's an undercurrent of cringe. Clearly that they're all feeling and they're not willing to accept it, but it's controlled emotion. It, that's Billy. Like I, I, you look, they'll see the look in his face. He's like, I've got you. Like, you think you've got me. I've actually got one on you because I'm not giving in. And I know this is a shit segment and you're going to air it, but no one watching this is going to be entertained the same, the the way you want them to be. They're going to see this. They're going to take it as Howard. You're the asshole. And that's exactly what Billy knows.
2: And this is entirely my point when don't apologize when you're not wrong. Don't bow and apologize for the sake of the apology to get to the next level to appease somebody. Right. If you're just doing it to appease somebody else, but you don't actually genuinely feel the way,
0: like you, like you should that apologize,
2: don't do it.
0: Yeah, it just weakens you, weakens your position, it weakens their estimation of you, and it lowers their estimation of you as a human being. And ultimately, you're giving someone like Howard, the narcissist, like this kind of power that oh, okay, I broke you, and what it is in this segment, he didn't, he can't. And uh, Billy went on to bigger, better things. So fuck you, Wiggy. Sorry.
1: Yep. I, I know what it is. John feels that, hey, we should have stuck together as a team, put pressure on Nickelodeon. Check and that crazy. Come, who, knows, who knows how
0: re- Look at those fucking crazy eyes, man. Did you see that <laughs> <segment>? <laughs> It's
1: like... <laughs>
0: Fuck. <laughs> let me go let me go through that right again. Sorry, I gotta get right there again. It's history. Well, I, I know what it is. John feels that
1: hey, we should have stuck together as a team, put pressure on Nickelodeon and therefore but who knows who knows how reasonable John was. John, you might be completely. Yeah, maybe Billy's
6: right. There's somebody in those fifty tapes would have gotten the job anyway. And you, and you might be gone on.
1: And you might be really difficult to work with or something, right?
0: I am I mean, Okay, so there, there it would seem like, okay, Howard's finally being neutral, but he's not. Like, it's it's directly, that's just like a token, okay, Billy, maybe, you know, maybe this guy was tough to deal with. 30 minutes into the fucking interview.
6: Yeah,
1: there you go. So
6: Was he difficult, Billy?
0: Billy?
5: Not to me.
1: No. Oh. I wanted to leave
5: all the jokes in, so that's
1: difficult. Right, and they wanted to take him out. Right. And you had integrity. See, I admire that. I would have walked out with you, but, you know, Billy's a different story.
2: Now, oh Billy... <laughs> Could you, could you imagine how we're walking out? Yeah, you would walk out like you walked out of CBS. Oh no, I'm sorry. Were you crying in front of Les Moonves? I ah. love that.
0: I lo- I fucking love that. Don't I love he... sue me. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ, a grown man.
6: You know he didn't he didn't care about the writing or anything.
0: <laughs> I would You want to know he something? He said
6: whatever was written on the paper. Yeah, yeah oh, Billy. Of, Billy's oh,
1: hired I, to no, do I the used, voice. I used to embellish. Billy is hired to do the voice of Run and Stampy. <laughs> In Billy's defense,
0: I mean, that's Ooh, what he's hard He's to do. Stampy. Uh, so, is that a drinking game or not? Like, st- how many times does he say Stampy? Just take a shot. Cuervo.
2: Isn't it, isn't it like, what do you like? Put a stint or put a. Isn't that a little, like a medical thing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your passport's clear. I've been at stations
1: where people walked out because they want to play a certain kind of music and they thought they had integrity. And I said, "I have no integrity. I'm staying." So I've done the same.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Truer words were never spoke.
2: Uh, the, remember the the one uh, Allison, her the 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 DJ who said that too. Uh, the one um... who used to DJ with him when he first started, and they used to play off the wall stuff and remember mm-hmm. she was a DJ with him and she did an interview and she said that. Oh, she played-
0: oh not Allison Steele. Um, it was, uh, Meg, Meg, Meg Griffin.
2: Meg Griffin. Thank you. I'm yeah. sorry. I forgot the name. Oh, I, sure. or I mixed up the names. Uh, yeah. yeah. Meg Griffin was like, he would, <laughs> he was, he was, uh, scared.
0: <laughs> no, he bent over and he fucking dropped his pants. And he said, just, just don't stick it in too far. And, uh, and he was like, he would have done anything for a gig and we didn't give him shit for that. We said like, yeah, well you're starting out as a DJ. You got to keep, you do whatever no. you can to keep the gig. So Tim paint, just him, the way he paints is, is just so fucking cringe and so, uh, awful. That's, that's the real takeaway. I'm like, hey,
6: I'll stay. But I That's see right. John's point. That's You did point. that at one whole station, right? Where yeah. Were the program director, and everybody got fired. Yeah,
1: but you know, these people were acting like,
6: hey, I said I gotta work. <laughs>
1: but then again, John's point is well taken. This is a different situation. John created this cartoon.
6: That's true. Brought
1: Billy into it, and the whole thing, and
6: you know how you felt when Fred stayed on the air at NBC? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know.
1: But I left.
0: Yeah, he did eventually. He
2: eventually left
0: interesting they bring this up
2: mm, that like I said in the beginning of this remember yep, how do yep. you feel when <laughs> Robin goodbye
0: hmm because when he left I believe it was uh, Al Rosenberg and Bowie and Fred that kind of did their own show at um, in uh, was, was no sorry it wasn't wasn't Bowie wasn't it yeah I think it was and uh, for a short time and then okay finally whatever the, the group gets together at NBC but not before, you know, Robin's yeah, talking shit about Robin him, calling, was him, a, calling him a racist. In the mode
2: of yeah,
0: and, and going to the newspapers and saying he's a fucking racist.
2: Yeah, like and newspaper like, I, articles.
0: Yeah, I wish I could get that. Fuck, I don't know what, what kind of microfiche I got to go through or some archive, but I'd love to find that article. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know, you know? I... Is Billy a backstabber?
1: Is John a lunatic? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It it sounds means- like a little
6: we yeah. weren't there, so no. we can't really say for sure. How'd you get?
2: Are you a narcissist? Are you a closeted homosexual?
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, do you have a beard? Mm-hmm. Not take care of your kids? All made mm-hmm. by a turkey baster? Yep. Have a gay stylist that uh, has been your partner for all these years that you're not talking about? Mm-hmm. An open hey. relationship?
0: Your thoughts, Howard.
1: The news that Billy was staying on Ren and Stampy. Where were you? I got the package of wieners. Oh, did you really send red hots? No, no, no. Yes he, he says did. that
6: Billy's agent called, right?
1: Oh, mm-hmm. oh, Billy's agent called, mm-hmm. and what do you say? He said, We're gonna really gouge him Oh, and you went, Oh, great. I said,
5: Well, that's in it for me. That'll make everything great. <laughs> Thanks.
3: You're gonna get even more money,
0: yeah. If this is the problem, the other thing, uh, we were talking about Wiggy being, um, unconvincing as an actor, John K comes off incredibly insincere. Like you can tell that he's full of shit himself, just listening to him. There's, there's not an ounce. There's nothing in me believes anything he's saying. And that's not colored by his more recent, you know, scandals. That's not, that's, if you were a, a, a jury listening to this guy, you wouldn't believe him on the stand.
2: Um, I don't believe him in his project. So if you're excited about a project or you're promoting it, you are you are confident in your talent. As you you're can gone. tell when Billy talks about his talent or talks yep. about his abilities. Mm-hmm. If you watch John talk about his talent and what he has going in development, quote unquote, or whatever mm-hmm. he's doing, does he sound confident in the slightest in any of these projects? Film? No,
0: work? it sounds like an afterthought. It sounds like this is what I'm going to say while I'm there. To make it seem like I got something going on and hopefully fucking land a a deal somewhere. But even if he's got stuff going on, it doesn't sound like he's fully committed. It sounds like just a a bunch of bullshit front to excuse an appearance going on where I trash Billy.
2: Doesn't it sound, um, I don't know, kind of parallel or like something like a whack packer does? Like Jeff the drunk's got something going on. Riley Martin's got something going on. I mean, it's about the same they're saying they have something going Mm
0: -hmm. is about
2: as reasonable and oh yeah believable as this guy that's what i I believe their situation as much as i believe this guy's like oh okay
0: sure well that's that's what i mean that's a razor thin the razor thin premise like jeff the drunk is appearing at fucking zany's handing out flyers we're gonna have him in the studio for an hour really that's why you're gonna have him in for an hour okay right yeah but Okay, so John Kay is coming in for a, something in development. Really? <laughs> <laughs> this is like having none of The Rock come in and say, I'm thinking about doing a movie about da-da-da-da-da-da. Okay, we'll keep you in for an hour. We'll talk to you about this prospective job you've got lined up in your mind that doesn't seem to exist in any boardroom table in any film studio. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to get more
1: money out of this Yeah, situation. Guess what?
6: Your, your leaving has made it possible for Billy to do better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. Put on the hats and blow the wounds. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Jackie, where do you stand on this? I think it's great. I, I, I don't know what... I, I don't think we're getting the true story of what what No, happened. I think we are. What truth is what, being what, left out? What more do you need? John is what saying he need? created this thing. It took him 10 years to come up and sell the and whole sell thing. It? And sell it. And a show of solidarity. He feels everyone should
0: have walked out on the show. And Billy... Oh, God, Jackie must be mm. fucking e- right now. He's, you, you know, he's just in under his, he's just like giving him the finger under the board or something. He's <laughs> like, fuck you, solidarity. Do you know what I'm fucking going through with the negotiations every single fucking time?
2: The awkwardness and the intersectionality of what we know. I'm being pulled. Like, you know how torture used to be where you like go on a board and it's like, Pull your hands in one way and your legs in the other, and a horse-drawn yeah. carriage yeah, just yeah. split your legs
0: apart. <laughs> <laughs> like the other part. Feel
2: like right now, like it's just this is just too much.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's and too so, much. And Fred, and you you saw the look of Fred. Okay, we only see him maybe once or twice during the whole thing, but you saw the look okay. in his face. He was like, "Can I? I'd like to be anywhere but here right now."
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Rob Robin's fine, though. She's fine torturing Billy because whatever Howard likes is whatever she likes.
2: She is a dunce. She's just like a dense anything to, uh, you know, lick the balls ass and, you know, just just be in the spotlight. And also she likes to uh, she likes to create drama and she likes mm-hmm. to be in the spotlight. So,
0: yeah. As long, well, the other thing is, as long as she's not a target, she's fine. She's all in. She doesn't care.
2: Oh, you yeah. She definitely Billy? likes it. to pile on Robin. That's yep. one of her favorite hobbies.
0: Oh, yes. And yeah, because again, it's, I think with a lot of them, it was that whole thing of, listen, if I can extend this bit of him fucking on Stuttering John, that's one extra less minute or five minutes or 10 minutes that he's going to spend fucking on me. He stayed and took over his voice. Do I have it right? Yeah. And Billy's saying, hey. It was a job. A I was a job.
1: I did it. So you think it's a total standoff? You don't think there's a right or a wrong here?
6: No, uh, we're asking you where you come down on it. Which Who's mm. right? I'm, I'm just totally entertained. I don't know. <laughs> I'm on Billy's side because I know
1: Billy.
0: If I know John or if somebody's really wrong. Mm. You should go back to drinking heavily.
1: I have. All right, I
0: mean, you know. You, I... <laughs> yeah, you don't fucking hate Billy, so fuck you, Jackie. Your opinion is not wanted. Robin, let's get back to trashing Billy. Does, am Gun? I wrong?
2: Gun to the head, gun to the head, and the gun to the head is y- you better answer how I like it or your salary's in jeopardy.
0: Bingo. One hundred fucking percent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, pro- what Jackie's saying is the problem is we just don't know the whole situation. Well, I think no, we should that's talk to the girl more. That's,
6: that is all. what
3: I'm saying. That is exactly what I'm saying. He's He's trying to that
6: think. is not what Jackie's what Jackie saying saying? Yeah,
2: You it's, see
3: everything so Robin. clearly.
2: Jackie is, as usual, unable to make a choice.
0: But right. Jackie...
2: Jackie would- Jackie is unable to make a choice because Jackie sees the parallels between his situation and Billy's.
0: Absolutely. Bitch. And he's and he's on Billy's side also because Billy is an actual probably a a nice person. I mean, at this point, I believe Billy is sober. Jackie's not. But they would have more in common just kind of being, you know, hired guns than and not feeling part of the group because, well, they're represented by outside parties. And every time they have to, like if, if Billy's in negotiation and Jackie's always in negotiation, like he, I don't know how he structured his deals. If they were multi-year, like three year, five year, whatever. But if Billy's just a hired gun there as well, he would, he would be made to feel like I'm not one of Fred, Jack, uh, Fred, Robin or Howard. So it's us against them. Bowie would have felt the same except that he was just too cowardly.
2: Uh, they should have unionized.
0: Yep, totally.
6: Exactly what Billy did in this situation.
0: What
1: would you have done, Robin? Now that you know the
0: facts, I would
6: have left. left. You would have left the yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. It's> like...
0: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> she would have left. <laughs> she told John. She told John, stuttering John, and goes, "Uh, oh, you know, you got to do what you got to do. He's not paying anybody, but you know, like he he, he doesn't take care of people. You got to take the, He's they're gonna start leaving. <laughs> what did she do? <laughs> she stayed." Oh. Yeah, exactly <laughs> It's
1: like if When we were in Washington And they brought in the grease man And they said to you We're going to give you I think they were going to give you $150,000 uh,
6: It was a five-year contract For, I don't know Close Still to wait. half a million or right. something Right? Yeah. You made it easy for You And they her did, what
1: You would do Well, hold it, hold it Would you wait a second They came to Robin Robin and I had created a show together And they Ooh, said We're going to bring in this substitute And you work with him and here's a half a million dollars if you do it. Billy does a good impression of you. He does? Practicing. Really?
0: Is that true, Billy? What? Hey, you're sweating.
1: <laughs> look at <laughs> your upper lip.
0: Probably fucking boiling in that fucking studio. They probably don't have oh air cones. God, you're not I'm willing to be sweating. For it. <laughs> you're watching it?
3: <laughs>
0: oh. Yeah, it's brutal.
3: Oh. Like I was just drinking
0: coffee. Oh, man, I don't know. I, man. I spilled coffee all over <laughs> my face. Robin did walk
1: out. Well, that's very noble. <laughs> <laughs> you got to admire that. I do. I was, I was in admiration. I wish I could exterminate the Jews. I would not, I I be like I would
6: not yes. have been the one to exterminate the Jews.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, she just, she knew what to hitch her wagon on because she knew he was a racist. She hitched her wagon on knowing the yes. full well fact that she knew. She's
0: take, yeah, she's taking orders.
2: That she was just he taking was orders. He's a racist. And she knew that he needed her more than anyone to get away with the shit that he needed to get away with. Period. Yeah. End of story.
0: Yeah, well, so she could was about the
2: money she so she much as it was about... He needed her, and he knew he needed her to say whatever the fuck he wanted to say. And totally. that's it.
0: Yep. That's it. Was it. A perfect syner- it was a perfect accidental synergy. It was totally thrown upon them... But then two ego, egotistical assholes. I'm sure he thought when he accepted that first, um, the uh, NBC job, WNBC job that he's like, and he left her and Fred in Washington, that he's like, I don't need them. I just don't need them. That's the only reason. That's the only rationale for not trying to get them to take, get a job with you.
2: Listen, he didn't realize that he was an
0: untalented piece of shit.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he really just doesn't understand how untalented he is.
0: No, he doesn't. But
2: that's a different situation. Robin realized who would need me more, and who would keep me no matter what.
0: Uh, do you think? Do you think she? He thought that at all? Do you think he had some kind of um, revelation? Like, oh, okay, I, I'm I'm really going to have to. I'm going to yep. need a Robin. So, do you think she had leverage and has, and that's why she's gotten so much more money than everybody else for years?
2: Hundred percent, especially okay. after the Selena thing.
0: Okay, uh, maybe you're right. Uh, it could. Uh, I'd say there's a stronger argument for that than the other way.
1: I can clearly say, Robin would not have exterminated the Jews. You wouldn't have taken like one of those
7: pile drivers and shoveled skinny little bodies <laughs> nope. into ditches. No. Not me. No Treblinka. No, <laughs> <household>, <laughs> no Sobibor. No. None of that. No. No. Yeah.
1: Okay. I might have done it. <laughs> <laughs> Watching the people into the ovens. No. I could have done it. No, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, uh, I guess there's no resolution to this, is there, John? I guess it's a standoff. Well, the easiest resolution is an apology. But I don't think Billy feels
0: you brought up as an example earlier that I will go back to the Selena thing, right? He made these, he made certain comments about Tejano music and Mexican Latinos or Mexicans. I can't remember the exact quote, but they have horrible taste in music. And then Fred played the gunshots. It really was like a quick thing. Actually, it wasn't it wasn't a, a, like a, usually his one hour rants on something. And he was made to apologize in Spanish. It's one of the the worst. It was actually one of the most cringiest things. We might have to go through that one day.
2: I remember that, that it was, so cringy.
0: <laughs> okay, so in Mr. Free Speech, all this money, but he's still dictated by the dollar. And he lost. I think it was Houston or Dallas. I think Dallas canceled him after the after one. It might have been Houston, but either way, one of the Texas markets like just cut cut the show completely. That's money out of his pocket. His freedom of speech bullshit is just bullshit. Once you take away his marbles, at that point, he will say, "Fucking." yes sir no sir three bags full sir once you decide okay we're gonna now not cancel you necessarily but we're going to take money away from your purse his that, so your principle should be stronger than the loss of those marbles if he's is, so you know if he's so i'm drawn a first free free speech advocate
2: a hundred percent perfect perfect description of what i'm trying to say is him saying that I'd be the one shoveling the bodies is exactly his free speech principle. He mm-hmm. has no problem.
0: No, no backbone. Just
2: giving that up. None. Nothing. No. He stands for nothing.
0: <laughs> there's a great, I, mean, I keep bringing up Richard Pryor, but there's a, an un, um, there's a bit in his box set uh, called Patty Hearst. And he just he talks about you know, Patty Hearst talked about how she was brainwashed, joined the SLA, and Robin Banks. And he goes, he goes, that's easy to understand because a lot of you know brothers came over to America in chains and joined America. <laughs> he goes, that shit can work. He goes, I'd have been brainwashed too if I in a room full of motherfuckers with machine guns. <laughs> he goes, yeah, what were you talking about? Kill my dad? You goddamn right. I'll meet you at the house. <laughs> 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 it's like so. In the face of this. In the face of this, you have to give Billy even more credit for sticking by his principles and saying, no, I did what I was supposed to do. I have no guilt about this, and I'm not going to be railroaded into feeling some kind of bad vibes because, oh, I should feel bad because John K. lost his job. Who the fuck is John K. to me?
2: And even more so, look at how he's playing this. He's saying, no, you wouldn't do this. You would do this. And he's, he's kind of needling it in a very smart, subtle way. I yeah. really enjoy those.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's appropriate. No, that's it's not that he's allowed yet. It's not in the contract. No, no. Billy feels. Look, it's, he didn't
6: he, do anything wrong. He
1: feels he didn't do anything. He feels he didn't do anything. He wrong. was
6: just following orders.
1: My dad would know the answer to this. <laughs> this, my dad is good at stuff Ooh, like that. Fuck what we you, Rahul. Want to call my dad?
2: Yeah. yeah. What? How old are you? You want to call my dad?
0: And by what? the way, by the way, his dad. He was his dad. He knew he was going to call his dad. He didn't like. Let's talk to my dad. Bullshit.
1: If he hasn't been listening, I don't Men want to explain the whole yeah, thing. Yeah.
0: If he has,
6: it would be interesting to hear what he has to say.
1: My dad would know who's right in this situation.
7: <laughs>
1: yeah, he's like that. She chopped me and my sister in half.
2: <laughs> 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 we were... Well, it's a King Solomon reference, I suppose, right?
0: I, I suppose whole... I'm not. I'm not up on. I'm not up on all my biblical uh, tales.
2: It's, uh, who wanted the baby and they said, oh, well, the King Solomon said, I think we'll chop, I I think it was that it would chop the baby in half. And they said, fine. And whoever said, no, I want the baby to live. They got the baby because they wanted the baby to live versus chopping it in half and half and half. I think Mm -hmm. that's the, that's the story. But besides that, Ben always Ben always is Howard smarts. Whatever smarts Howard has is yes. Ben. It yeah. is nothing to do with Howard. Anything right. Howard is intelligent about is comes right from Ben.
0: That's correct. Yeah. And the other thing is any but any principles, it's a different story. Ben's principles are his own. Howard doesn't adopt those. uh, Howard's principles like a fucking bamboo vine, a bamboo tree like swaying in the wind. He goes whatever direction. But when it talks to, when he comes to like, oh, what his situation in Syria, if Ben was still able to talk, he'd tell you what he read and this and that. And it might be the New York times, but it might also, might also be whatever other fucking newspapers he reads because Ben Stern used to actually be quite, um, quite, um, uh, when he was lucid, and when he was uh, still on the air, he was sharp as a fucking tack. You, sharp you just, as a tack. Yeah, as opposed to this fucking seventy nine son of his who we had to pay to shoehorn into fucking Boston Basic Studies based <laughs> Boston University. And I um, actually yeah. wish
2: he had a TV. I wish he had a radio show. Like I, I, I almost I'm like damn it, I wish Ben had a radio show because I want to know more about what Ben Stern thought about certain issues and topics back in the day.
1: Sure. Uh, Siamese twins. <laughs> <sighs> I think this is healthy, what's going on here. It's By a, the way, it's a cleansing. John K., the creator of Ren and Stempy, even though you wouldn't know it from watching the Conan show. Or, yeah, right? listening to Billy. <laughs> John K., the creator of Ren and Stempy, has come out with a whole new line of uh, products and comics called Comic the Comic Book. book. Mhm, and it's uh, some pretty funny stuff.
4: We're getting your dad on the phone now, but it's funny because uh, Ralph and I are having a huge argument in the office. What does Ralph say? Well, I side with Billy. Yeah. And Ralph sides with John because I said, you know, Ralph says, "Hey, Billy owes John," and I said, "No, John hired Billy to do a job. Right. He did the job well, as you know, as John would have liked him to.
0: Right. And it's not like Billy conspired to get rid of John. John left, but Ralph's saying that uh, that he was fired. He didn't leave. He was fired and Ralph will believe anything his fucking his boss tells him to believe so fuck fuck what Ralph has to say
2: <laughs> more importantly of course Ralph is gonna side with John because yeah. Ralph does basically nothing
4: right and has and he, to
2: keep and has to keep his job for doing absolutely fucking nothing horribly may mm-hmm. I add yep and he's also a derelict of his duties that needs to keep fucking getting paid so, of course,
0: do you remember the video where he got shit on by Gary and then it was brought up that, you know, it was um, it was it was Billy. Actually, he asked Billy to write stuff for him or he asked V to ask, like, can Billy write some stuff for me? And he was expected to do it for free. And then they, yeah. she was fucking furious and she called in and then everybody piled on Ralph. And Howard was like, I love this. But like Billy was clearly Everybody was like, Ralph is clearly a disruptive force, but you keep him in. And there's a guy calls in and says, I'm a psychologist. He goes, you have a perfect cult going on here. Ralph is a low-level sociopath, and he will do anything. (laughs) I love that clip.
2: I've listened to this clip multiple times, and it is so interesting because Billy is doing, in the beginning of the clip, basically doing the respectable thing that he's doing in this John K thing Mm -hmm. where he's not saying very much. That's right. But then the only reason why he starts actually sticking up for himself is because Ralph becomes belligerently inappropriately stupid about his role in the situation. And that's when Billy's like, no motherfucker you're he doesn't do it like that. But he basically is like, no, you asked me to do something and you're not helpful. You're not contributing. You're not, you did ask me to do this. You didn't do the tasks you were asked to do for a, B and C and mm-hmm. you're trying to get side jobs. So right. he was trying to side hustle. He was asking Billy to help him without Howard's knowledge. That's right. And he was also not doing his jobs that he was supposed to be doing correctly.
0: Well, what happened is um, the, the with that particular video, at one point for, um, Jackie says, well, you know, she's the boss's boyfriend. So, of course, you're going to believe whatever Ralph says and you're going to take his side. That wasn't a joke. I'm sure deep down inside, if you put those fucking guys in truth, I'm like, no, yeah, that's the guy that Ralph that Howard's fucking on the side. And so yeah, of course, when they say the boss's girlfriend, they meant the boss's girlfriend. They weren't yes, joking. Of course. Like it was a joke, but it wasn't.
2: It's it's not a joke. And I no. do think that this deserves its own series, but we should call it the boss's girlfriend. And yeah. Go sure. over the situations where it's rubber meets the road and we're like What's going on here? And it's kind of that uncomfortable point.
4: Billy owes a big time. he's stabbing him in the back. Mm.
1: Uh, Stutter and John, where do you stand? Well, was John responsible for getting Billy's job? Like, you know, did you say that, uh, that you wanted Billy to work? No, Stuttering John. Where's yes. my dad? Yes, he's on the phone. Has he been listening? Uh, I don't know. I just uh, <sighs> thank you. I just got up. With...
2: Do you like that? So he goes, "Were you responsible for getting Billy's job?" And cuts him right off.
0: But yeah, but both both John and Billy said yes. That means but John Howard K isn't... John K would have had a say in who got hired back at the in, the in the in the you know when it first started. So like early on he's not fucking up because it's you know it's you know it's the it's drawing board days. So he probably said, I like that guy. He probably had a, a say in who was gonna do the voices.
2: Right. But it's just like even if it's just like John <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's it's, right. it's it's my show. You're not gonna have a we're not gonna
0: don't fuck with my agenda
2: right that's exactly what it is that's the difference between his show and something like rogan where it's like let's let some things happen organically howard so now that we see it in hindsight yeah it is crazy
0: yeah it's if you want to do an another analogy i don't know it would be like a uh, like a, a natural stream uh, of conversation that uh, like the the water could go anywhere basically um you know I- I- if it's a stream as opposed to a controlled aqueduct you know like <laughs> the, where the water is yes. funneled in a certain way that's wig show so and rogan it could go anyway like it could you, you don't know what direction it's going to take which is good there is a somewhat of a formatted show within the time constraints and whatever, and what he has, what he wants to talk about. But there's also opportunities for Rogan to go another direction based on the answer and, 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 you know, roll with it. Basically. Wiggy's well, like, no way, no way. We're going to go with this. You were mad when you, you fucking wrote, start to heaven when you were <laughs> recorded and all this shit, I'm going to mandate that it goes this way, whether you like it or not.
2: It's like, you know who y- the person you're having on is. Yep. So you have them on for a reason, but yep. you don't know what they're going to say versus wig who kind of is like give me like five you know they may they make (laughs) they make them give like a kind of rundown about what they want to do and then they have all these preemptive topics and they have a certain you know it's very Mm pre-planned but but it's the same thing in like stuff that we do you know what i mean we have a pre-idea of what we're going to do but there is no shape way or form we control what you and i are saying to each other yes
0: and we also control the final product. When we recorded the interview with Richie, we went longer than I thought we would, and he was, uh, you know, gracious enough to give us that extra time. But we had questions we didn't even get to, and that's because, well, time constraints, obviously. But it could have went any number of ways based on um, those questions, but also based on his answers, and that's a natural interview. To this, yes, Hi. good. What do you think is the answer here?
3: Well, first of all, we have to establish what the relationship was at least prior to what happened. <laughs> Howard, can I say one thing? In other words,
1: we'll, we'll Jackie, let my dad handle
7: this. But there's one thing we don't know is that, that, that the, the producers know Billy could do the other voice before they got rid
3: of him. In other words, did they have him lined well, up? Well, I mind. think
1: there's enough guys who can do Peter Laurie. It's not like Billy's the only one. Hey. Even I fuck, can do that.
3: Hey, look at this, Rand. We got a big problem.
1: Yeah. Even I do that.
3: No, here's the thing. Was he just working okay. for the for the people who were producing this show? In other words, he wasn't working for the, the John, was
5: he? He was working for me,
3: yeah. Oh, he was working for you. Yeah, he was working for John. You were his, you were his employer. Right. Well, then it's employer-employee relationship. Right. Now this guy, now uh, Billy, he was just an employee. So right. It, was, it, it had to do with the posture he had to take. As far as what he's concerned with his relationship to you, that if he felt as an employee, he didn't have other employees to walk out on. Were there any other employees walking on?
1: 50 of them,
0: right?
3: In other words, it was like a...
0: Fuck off, Howard. You just that they got rid of 50. It wasn't a walkout. If they were let go, they was not. it's not a fucking walkout.
2: I'm not even understanding this correctly. So right. I don't think John is painting this correctly. So John no. left. There's no way 50 people just... They...
0: He didn't leave, he was fired. He was let go. Like they canned his ass.
2: Right. So 50 people just also simultaneously left or got fired.
0: No way. They got fired. They got let go. What I believe happened was the production, the, the, the production company said, we're starting from scratch. And we're going to get whatever whoever we need, and that includes voice actors. John Kay is not going to be part of it going forward, even if he retains ownership. And we're going to look for it, and they go, Jesus, why not get Billy? He was professional. He did his job. He didn't come in fucking loaded. Yeah, because
2: it, I think, too, the stuff with... And we had people in the comments saying, well, how do you guys know that he he... If you watch that documentary, there is no fucking way...
0: That people that walked out with John Kay in solidarity.
2: I don't believe for five seconds that he wasn't fucking young girls.
0: Like, oh, period. I, how did you get the documentary, by the way? Is it on Netflix?
2: There was, uh, no, you can watch it on YouTube. You can oh, watch, really? yeah. And oh. you can watch it also, um, stuff about him on YouTube and Nickelodeon.
0: Okay. So this is the, uh, you're talking, we mentioned it in the first episode Happy Happy Joy Joy was the name of the doc. And, um, but there are other like documentaries that people have made, like fan made ones.
2: Yeah. And okay. Nickelodeon stuff you okay. can watch on YouTube, which I did. Uh-huh. And there's just, there's just no, I, so when people, I, on our, the, our last episode commented like about Bill Cosby and yeah, you guys shouldn't so Russell flippantly. Simmons. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm pretty confident that people in Hollywood are shady. And well, I'm pretty re- confident yeah. that people, listen, this guy, these girls don't seem to be, I don't know, they don't seem like does in the woods to me. Right.
0: Ba- basically, it's, it's how do you feel and based on what you've said, we're giving our opinion. That's the whole point. We're not a judge. We're not a jury. And we've convicted these people. Yeah, John Kay has never him, done time. I'm giving
2: my opinion.
0: John Kay's never done time. Russell Simmons is not in, in jail for anything he's done. And Bill Cosby... I mean Christ if 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 half of what he's done is true if a quarter of what he's done is true he's one of the most vile fucking human beings on the planet is it uh unique is it uh is it un- is it unbelievable for something like this to happen of course not in the business Dude, it's, the, it's the 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 rule to be these scum scum fucks
2: listen do most people have a pattern that follows them that most okay even wealthy people or celebrities I I don't know many people who have these things that follow them for some unnamed reason. You know what I mean? Like it just, it doesn't make sense to me that that would keep happening over and over again, that people keep accusing them of these similar things mm -hmm. that just keep happening for like Bill Cosby or this guy, or do you know what I'm saying? It just, it just, it seems to follow a pattern.
0: Yeah. And in, in the, in the case of Mike Tyson, um, I think first of all, he was convicted of rape, whether he was guilty or not is a whole other matter. But beyond that, if you listen to the Rogan interview with, um, God, Teddy, Teddy Atlas, who might've had an ax to grind with him, he talks, he, he alludes to it, but he doesn't say it. He goes, customado you know, when Mike was, you know, still being, was training and whatever, He's still a young guy. A lot of his awful behavior was excused because Cus wanted to be the manager of a, a coat, the trainer of a, a heavyweight championship champion, and so a lot of stuff was like swept under the table or outright ignored because of that fact. He doesn't go into much detail, but I bet you it's pretty shady shit. I, I like it not because and not because Mike is black for fuck's sake. Who gives a shit? Do you know how many like people look at what's so? Jimmy Savile is that because he's black or because fucking a hundred? You know, kids were on his show that are coming out after the fact that were signed. Yeah, it has
2: nothing to do with color, by the Bullshit. way. I don't. What is?
0: Yeah, what does it have to do with anything? Who is it? Some shit like Gary Glitter, for that matter. Fuck's sake! So, I know, Look anyway. at this guy. Right. So anyway, there's shitloads. I'm, I'm 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 scraping the surface of these scandalous assholes. But let's. That's sorry for the digression, guys. But that was that was in the comments, and we needed to talk about it. So we'll continue.
5: Union. They fired the whole studio.
1: They fired the whole studio. And most the, studio. Most
0: of the people stayed with us, and a few people went with Billy. When he's talking about most people stayed with us, he's saying most people hitched their wagon to him, hoping that they could you know, get more employment with him with his new Spumco, I think was the name of the, the production company that he started. And I, I don't think it ended up being anything really, including this George liquor and all this bullshit. Um, you know, that he's coming on to promote. Um, and so they were just sycophants and Billy K, Billy K, Jesus, forgive me. Billy goes on to say that in the early days of the internet, it was all like John K. sycophants who went after, you know, Billy or whoever else. Like, fuck you. He was a genius. He was like the next coming of Mel Blanc and Chuck Jones and all this horse shit. So uh, I think that's what he's making reference to, but he won't say it.
3: You know, the only question I have them. why in God's name did they fire the whole studio?
0: They fired the studio because they felt they could do it cheaper
6: and creative differences.
5: They yeah. didn't, You know, oh. honestly, what happened was they didn't really want to take it over. They wanted us to keep doing it, right? But just with them in charge, right? right. And you didn't and want them actually, in charge. They offered to buy me out too, right? And I said no, no. Because you had some integrity. Well, I knew that I knew what was going to happen on the show. I knew it was going to die, right? Which it did. Yeah. And I didn't want to be part of that. You know. So
3: basically, right. Billy was fired too. After three years and, and rehired. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, Billy was fired. He was let go and then reapplied. Like Yeah. Okay, so what? Like what? That's Judas. All of a sudden, he got thirty pieces of silver.
2: His behavior was deplorable. Snick was once a week. He wasn't producing the shows as fast as they needed him to do it. Mm -hmm. They weren't working fast enough or whatever the hell was going on with John Kay.
0: Whatever happens in any business. Okay, if you're a writer for The Tonight Show and you don't produce enough stuff or in a timely fashion, if you're um, a, a comic book artist and you don't draw fast enough and the 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 title is behind schedule people get pissed it's the people in charge that make the decisions and behind the scenes and if he was and we talked about that we we talked about this in the comments actually of the first video If the people, the powers that be, that he sold it to and gave, I guess, uh, fifty percent or more ownership of the show, if he wanted to sell it and still retain part ownership, if they called the shots, then he has no case. Like there's, he can take whatever morals. That was my point from the beginning. Yeah, he can take whatever moral stance, but the fact is, you have to admit, I didn't have control of it anymore, and I can only. Refused to work
2: sold it you sold it you you fucked up from the get-go if you weren't interested in the profit from the get-go you could have had creative control of this and then you could have formed a union you could have leveraged your creativity to form a union and say listen i will give you this show and this creative force Mm -hmm. if you form a union and guarantee us this amount of Time to work on something. This amount of hours for this amount of pay. But instead, right. you selfishly sold your show for yourself, and then wanted the union benefits. But you already gave away your leverage.
0: Well, that was it. But also, like if he could have uh, independently, fin- it was pre GoFundMe. But he could have tried independent financing. He could have gone uh, to Japan or something and 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 leveraged gets get make it make a deal where he didn't have to give up so much and he could still retain reasonable creative control.
2: I understand why he did. He was a young person who didn't have any means besides his creativity and his things. So he sold it and made some money. Fine. Yes. But he acts like the people who were originally around him should have, if you wanted to unionize, then you should have unionized then. You should have been forming that during the show. You should have figured that out
3: then.
0: I think so. Yep.
3: at the time this action was taken
0: yeah, he, was... he was he was
3: fired right and so it, it had to
5: do with... what happened was everybody took advantage of Nickelodeon because Nickelodeon didn't think that we were going to right walk yeah they right. didn't think that we'd do it we, they right. thought that I'd knock him under and say okay right we'll keep doing it now and most of us stayed and, and, and everybody have... had him by the balls right if right. they had balls but for a few didn't crack
3: well how many guys went back just Billy was the only one
5: no there was a few
3: it they, so they, 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 they did break. So, and no. in other words, if this thing had been organized cor- correctly, I mean, I have to say this. That's right. You and all the other people, I don't know how it was done that you were going to stand together. Obviously. Yeah, did
1: you talk to Billy and tell him we have to stand
0: together? Yeah. That,
2: that, that is 1,000% right.
0: Yeah. And don't blame you. So, you can't blame Billy because Billy was not given any guarantees. Billy, Billy was not given any kind of, look, if you do this with me, I'll give you like 5% of it or no, 2%.
2: If your union doesn't come strong to the table, yeah. right. that's on their that's on the union. And right. I say this all the time. Like I go to union meetings and when it's contract negotiation time, like you bet your fucking ass after coronavirus. Like if when it's negotiation times, my ass is gonna be in every single one of those renegotiation meetings. I don't fuck around. There's no way that Billy was believing, yeah, this guy's gonna unionize. Just by yeah. what his say so yeah, what, what is he doing
0: no, and so what's well, the other thing is and we've mentioned it we've we've gone to some points to say this if if we if all this other sale, if this other salacious shit was under the surface and it was known there's a reason why a lot of people would not have hitched their wagon to John Kay. and it, again it was I think it's something that Jackie makes an allusion to we don't know what the the undercurrent really is. And once you fit factor that all in, it just makes it so like John Kay was a platform. Nobody wanted to stand on. Like it was just, this guy is not trustworthy. He's not capable. He might be able to be creative, but he should not have anything to do with the production. He should not have anything to do with, um, uh, anything administrative.
2: You know what, why wouldn't Laura Ashley over in the corner, who's the assistant, be the union (laughs) rep? Why wouldn't she be the president? She could have been running the union. She could have been, you know, the, uh, the running Stimpy CA for the union and start running it. And the VP could have been God knows who.
0: Yeah. I believe with all, if, with all the sexual, uh, the, uh, the, um, the underage dating and shit like that, all those allegations, um, I think it was just a power thing for John K and it was really like me against the world kind of thing. And, uh, that was what it was truly about in the end. So he couldn't, you know, compromise, he couldn't decide, okay, we'll take this concession, this and that, whatever. No, it was his way or the highway. And I think that's how it worked out. And once he gave away his leverage, you're right. Like, fuck it what we don't care we don't care about your fucking opinions we don't we want it to be a certain way but if you're not also on top of that responsible enough to do the job that we were going to allow you to continue doing then fuck it we'll get someone else
2: and that actually also really undercuts people who could have been talented and made more money and leveraged their careers completely going forward who Mm could have probably unionized which is Mm -hmm. enraging
1: uh, yeah. He already oh, he did. said
2: that Billy had said, Yes, I'm going with you.
3: Oh. Well, then it's a question of his uh, his judgment, his morality. If he felt he had to go back, listen, there's a lot of times there are strikes. You're like you're reading the paper all the time, there's a strike, and then some people do go back. Hmm.
0: You know? And again, it, it, but Ben's coming at it from a completely erroneous point of view in the sense that he doesn't realize they're not union and they never were. That's, the, that's kind of the crux of the, that's where it all falls apart.
2: I, I think he's just being diplomatic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, most likely.
3: No, it's a question of the pressure on him. and
2: So you're not have... going to have a decision either. <laughs> well, no, the decision
3: is. That <laughs> it's a very high decision. No, I'll tell you what the decision is. If he yes. had agreed to stay out, then he did the wrong thing. That's what I'm telling you. Ah. If,
0: if he had agreed. I, I, I'm getting to that
3: point. If, if Billy had said at the point, listen, I'm with you, we're going to go out, then he's wrong for going back. because that's not right. It's like saying a, a guy goes and organizes everybody to go, to go out. They all go out and he goes back in. That's not right.
0: Right, like he's but a he scab do all that. of a sudden. But he, but he didn't, didn't do that. Do that. No, that's why he prefaced it by saying if. So I give Ben credit for at least qualifying it. Right.
3: Uh-huh. So that's, not, that's what I'm telling you is my decision. So if you, Uh-oh. If you lay that out, that, that's the point. That's
0: All right, fine. Billy.
1: My dad says you, uh, you did were the wrong,
0: wrong thing. Thanks, Ben. No, we didn't. That's not, he did he not, that's, that's
2: not what he said. That's not what he said.
0: said. We heard You're that too. Idiot.
2: You're a 79.
0: Yeah, you wanted to go fuck Billy. So this is, there's no. There's any apologist assholes out there that decide, "No, oh, you guys, this was a bit for the air. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep drinking your retard juice. I'm sorry. This is not any, this is no, there's no other way you can spin this. There just isn't.
2: And anybody who organizes unions or is involved with this will totally understand this. So, mm-hmm. no.
1: Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, look, I'm not looking at names. I'm looking at the situation. All right. Thank you, Dad. Thank I, you. I told you he's like Solomon. Yeah. Right. He, he sorted it all out. Yeah. All
1: right. Thank well, you, Pop. Bye. Well, there you go, John. My dad uh, is for you. You always have to take.
2: Your no, dad
1: he's to- not. Yeah.
2: He's not. He's not. You're completely wrong, Howard. Yeah, you're gas- not. That's he's not for that's, you. He's that's
0: gaslighting. The most, that's the most like egregious form of gas like like way of gaslighting I've ever heard.
1: I Apologize to John based on my father. I can't do it. Can't do it. Still <laughs> think you're right. Yeah. How come? <laughs> because it was
7: a job that was offered me and I took it. Right.
6: But why did you say you would go out with him in the first
7: place? I don't. I remember a flurry of a conversation, a flurry. Yes. John calling me with a kind of a. St-
2: yeah. So a flurry of a conversation. If you are going to organize,
7: mm-hmm.
2: concretely organize, you're going to get a petition. You're going to get signatures. You're going to have a fundamental purpose. Agreement. Yeah agreement you're going to have a message you're going to have a name you're going to be organized having a conversation isn't unionizing so fuck off to this premise and if howard <laughs> doesn't understand this I, I i just i i can't even believe that he's so dumb to think that that's fucking anyone over
0: well it's again it, it's it's um It's that narcissism. He can't allow something, the truth, the facts to get in the way of a mandate that he's dictated is going to go a certain way.
2: Contemplating a conversation in your head, like contemplating, okay, I'm debating this in my head. I'm waiting something and I'm, and I agree with you, but I need something concrete. If I'm going to stay with this, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to follow this thread, if I'm going to go with this and you're going to, Organize. We need to have something more here. We need yes. to really formally organize. And if you're mm-hmm. going to be the leader of this movement, yes. we need to have something here. If you're not going to produce it, I'm not going, I'm not jumping ship with nothing.
0: Yeah, no, I'm sure Billy saw that this guy was completely uh, un- in- in- uh, just in- uh, not dependable and uh, just a-, a complete waste of time. So he's like, I'll stick with doing what I'm doing. I'd rather go like- by myself, do my own gigs, and just be more independent. And, they're- and kudos to him.
2: Yeah, w- he- like ask John, what's the union that you were going to jump with? What- what's it called?
0: Yeah, exactly.
7: It's- conversation that he had laid on a lot of different people.
0: Right. And no, no, people
7: no. would call me and go, did you get the call no. from John? Independently.
0: I said, independently. I'm, that's not how you do it. You do not go one by no. one. You get everybody in a room and you lay the fucking shit out. It's one thing if you also, if, sending out feelers, yeah, I get it. You want to get the idea that are would you be on board? Like, would you? If this happened, would you? And you get that and then you arrange a meeting. That makes perfect sense to me. But that's not the way it's being explained. I'm I'm waiting for it. I said, "Oh boy, he's likening all of this
7: to Nazi Germany and the Blitzkrieg." And I said, oh. "Well, I'll handle it well, when, when I get it." Right.
2: You you can liken anything to what you want, unless you're organized and you have nothing to hold on to. There's nothing to even say. And I'll even go in further. If he has nothing, he organized nothing. So for example, say if there was something you're upset with even in a union and you're not yep. happy with the management of how it's going, yep. you can you can even look to other unions and how they're doing things and you think they're doing sure. it better. Yep. You can you can threaten your union and say, I looked at uh, the auto Another, workers union that's right. or I looked at them and you call their management and you say... I talked to so-and-so and and the president of so-and-so, and and I really like the way they're doing it. And I talked to them today. And how do you like that? And threaten them with that shit and see Mm -hmm. and have a meeting with them because you don't like the way you're doing it. And guess what? When a vote comes up, maybe you're not going to be the one who's going to have it. I'm going to invite more people to do that. But if you don't have anything, if you don't have anything to jump onto, what is Billy supposed to do? You're not giving me anything. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i right, so you, you know what? I get it. Let's leave it like this, guys. It's not clear who's normal here. Yeah,
2: because I don't know what Billy's talking about
6: now.
1: Yeah, I
0: know. Who knows? <laughs> because you're two fucking idiots. You're 79 and 80. Collectively, you don't, you, don't, you don't break 200 in any IQ collectively in that room. Except for Billy, who went on to do such fucking great stuff. And was happier, way happier leaving that fucking nest of vipers.
2: How much did Robin have to pay back for the Air Force?
0: I wonder. Yeah. I well, we, we, that we that. You just read her book, guys. It's worth it if you can if you get the the Maalox out. Billy was a backstabber, but my point oh. I was making to Gary is I just thought oh. were... he gave him a great
1: opportunity, and you know, it, money is money, but sometimes you owe somebody some.
0: Yeah, let's listen to the fucking gas station slash parking lot attendant, whatever it is, and let's take his advice. The bridge and tunnel fucking bisexual pustos.
2: Yeah, let's listen to a tick. That you yeah. get every couple of seasons when you walk outside by accident that gives you yeah. lupus. <laughs> fuck you.
0: <laughs> you know? There you go. All right, well you know.
6: And then you gotta think of what John said. You know, he knew that they were gonna ruin his strip and it was gonna die.
0: John's a little fuck you, Robin. Like you cared about anything on the show, any integrity bullshit. Fuck you. This is where I start to get ranting. I, I fucking I hate this so much. I fucking hate it.
2: If you knew something was going to die and you cared about it so much, yeah, wouldn't you fucking make sure everything about it would be great? Mm-hmm. Or would you just be a cackling drunk? That just went on the air every, you know, few months with a fucking porn star on OnlyFans. I don't know.
1: A little backstabber, so don't listen to John. I'm talking about John, stuttering John. No,
2: I'm talking
6: about oh. John here. Not you, John. John K. Oh, I thought you meant stuttering John. No, no. Oh. John says that he knew that what Nickelodeon wanted to do was going to kill his... Strip. Strip.
1: But what if John Kay was you, you delusional? Know, Maybe wasn't. Nickelodeon wasn't going to really be all that rough. Maybe they were being reasonable. They just wanted to have a little creative he's control. He's the
6: artist, and he obviously knew uh, what he was talking
1: about. Yeah, because they did.
0: It did get ruined. Yeah. It- Uh, This is, it it get ruined, fuck's sake. I mean, the other thing is certain shows have a a life, they have a shelf life. Some lasted longer than others. By the end of, by the way, The the Simpsons, for example, which we used as an example, not the same thing, but it is animation. People were saying it needed to, you know, end way earlier than it did. So certain ones last longer than others. And Ren and Snippy was always going to be very niche. It's not going to be something that's going to last 25 years and people are going to love it.
2: Well, Simpsons went woke, which is unfortunate, yeah. but yeah. in in the case of Ren and Stimpy, the kids who grew up with it grew up, and the yes. kids who were coming up didn't get it.
0: No, they didn't. Exactly. So, so it was caught between the generations.
2: Na- the 90s humor, it's so funny because I have my daughter who I introduced the 90s humor to, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting to watch her reaction to just this unabashed unforgiving odd 90s humor which she gets such a kick out of but it's mm-hmm. almost like is it kitsch? Very like much so. Yeah. And it, and she just and she really loves it. Like we watched mm-hmm. romey and Michelle's high school reunion, um, you know, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, mm-hmm. uh Ren and Stimpy, Hey Arnold. She loves uh Recess. That's a cartoon it's, all of it. She loves it all. But it's very... Mm-hmm. It's almost like slapping them in the face at first. Like, they're just like, whoa.
0: What is this? Yeah.
2: Yeah, what is this? Yeah,
0: Humor. it's like a bridge. It has the delivery of a brick through a plate glass window. And and when it hits. and Something uh, about our generation.
2: Something, something missed. Where it was mm-hmm. like, there was this thing that happened. And then it didn't carry over. So then I no. feel like Brennan Stimpy just... Didn't mesh with whatever was next.
0: It didn't, and I, I think so. In in this case, woke. I mean, I, in my opinion, like when Bugs Bunny got censored in the late '80s, that was when woke really started. um and, and we're talking censoring explosions, censoring like you. They'd cut away to when the coyote hit the fucking ground. You wouldn't see that little puff of smoke anymore. It was gone. Like what? Then what the fuck? You know. And then even earlier with the A Team and stuff. You know, and all the violent gun violence and stuff. I mean. Yes, things change, but sometimes the change is so drastic that it seems almost um like uh there was no subtlety about it whatsoever. So, if you're talking about a progression, Ren and Stimpy didn't seem to follow there wasn't any progression from them to anything else. It seemed like they went off a cliff and then it went it went to something else completely.
2: Yeah. It and that kind of goes in that kind of goes in line with just how I guess the uh ADD of how things are. Mm-hmm. too yeah but also censorship when is anyone on the good team when they censor things like has there ever been the good team for censorship ever
0: or a good excuse for it
2: I, I, I never get this like when people are like misinformation I'm like fuck off like give me as much in misinformation as you want be smart enough to read to know when it's misinformation you fucking idiots I only- I, I can't
5: it's not funny anymore right it, you know, it keeps coming around like there was one person involved, me. Yeah. It, the point wasn't whether or not I had a job or not. It was that it was the first cartoon in years that was a real cartoon, a kind of cartoon that Billy and, and guys like me and Jim Smith, my partner, liked to watch ourselves. Right. We finally got the chance to work on them. and All of us had been frustrated creatively for years. Well, Billy had been frustrated, too. He you know, right. had
0: a hard time, like all of us. Why would Billy have a hard time? was a voice actor. He didn't have to create anything like literally that's guys like that they don't give a shit what they're being told they're going in for the paycheck
2: I don't I don't think he's this argument sounds false to me and it just doesn't seem cohesive
5: yeah right and uh, finally here was this one solid thing where everybody all the wackiest people the craziest people in the business got together finally proved to the world we can do something really great and if this thing keeps going we'll have ten shows and we'll be doing movies. We'll do this, that, and the other thing. And a few people sold out that, that whole concept. Sold themselves out. They didn't just sell me out.
0: Oh, boy. They sold Uh-oh.
5: themselves out. They ruined <laughs> oh, their man. own
0: channel. This sounds like a megalomaniacal asshole. Like, bemoaning yeah. and bewailing that people didn't fucking see things the exact same way he did in his demented mind. Oh, and by the way, didn't start fucking 16-year-olds. Yep.
2: Well, there was, so for example, Family Guy, which I was a really big fan of, they took mm-hmm. Family Guy off the air when it was super popular and I couldn't believe it.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: And then
2: it came back. It was so popular, I thought. And then they what took was, it what off was the, the air. Reason,
0: what was the reason for taking off it in, in the first place?
2: I don't know, but it was so niche and popular and amazing and funny, okay. but they got rid of Family Guy and everyone was like, what the Why? fuck? Yeah. I don't know. I So maybe, like, okay, he's saying, like, nobody's seen what we're seeing. Let's rally together. And so I guess maybe there's this argument you stick together and you can work it out. But I feel like the people in Family Guy were really hardworking people who did stick together and did work it out. I don't feel like that's the situation for John Kay. Like I feel well, like he was part of the reason for the teardown mm-hmm. of the situation. He's oh, yeah. part of the problem.
0: Oh yes, I believe so. And then and then, and if it it was a situation where he was he was so creatively necessary for the success of it, but then unreliable. That that's a hit you have to take. You get rid of him because you need someone who's responsible. But then if it's it doesn't always work. You can't re- sometimes you can't replace Shelley Long in a show and get more success. You can't replace like fucking Suzanne Summers and get more you know maintain popularity. That's an unfortunate part of the business.
2: Well, also too, if you're very talented and you know you have a great product like Family Guy, they all stuck together and they got back on, mm-hmm. and they stayed on forever. Mm-hmm. You know, and,
0: and, so, and long long running shows, by the way, don't stay that way unless there's a certain amount of harmony within the production.
2: Exactly. They're all the same people. So yeah. I think John Kay, too, if he really wanted to stay on, he would have brought the harmony for people to uni- unionize and stay together and mm-hmm. drive this creative product. And he would have had a direction that said. This is what I want to do. This is what I mm. want to keep doing. This is where I see the vision going.
0: He yes, didn't exactly. have a
2: clear vision for this.
0: No, probably not. He was probably like, you know, uh frame by frame, you know, just making it up. Like the Look same at the way the
2: delivery now?
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're talking quality control, like David Chase, people saying David Chase had a whole vision for the fucking Sopranos. I don't believe it. I don't believe he thought it was going to go past three, two or three seasons. And I don't think he had written all the way up to, he clearly did not have it all written. And then the last two seasons were just meandering bullshit for the most part. And it shows like, in my opinion, it, 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 you know, it went, it jumped the shark pretty early on. And that was only because he didn't have it all mapped out a really great writer would have fucking reams of seasons well in advance knowing, but that doesn't happen all the time.
2: I love the Sopranos though.
0: Uh, you know, we loved, but people, by the time they were invested, they were not going to not watch the last few seasons, but no one's going to tell me that six feet under, for example, which was seamless from beginning to end with a little bit of a lull in the third series season is is worse than you know, the Sopranos, the Sopranos is there's no comparison, but the performances on the Sopranos were so good. That's what people kept tuning into James Gandolfini, especially.
2: I think, I think, I think David Chase didn't map out the character arcs as well as he did as he knew the psychology behind like what those characters were and what it was like to be an Italian Sicilian American for Mm -hmm. sure.
5: Chances for oh, the future of my. creative cartoons. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> he we set back the whole industry, like ten years. Wow! Now we got to build it up again from scratch. We have to take all the same risks again that we took for years, so that we can hire the next generation of Billy West and give him an opportunity. <laughs> Fuck That's you,
3: right.
1: well, Billy! Billy is uh, full suddenly,
7: I went from being really powerful to the guy who set the industry back ten years. I know. <laughs> well, was it wasn't <laughs> <In> one. <laughs> it wasn't one guy.
5: I mean,
1: well, all right. West. Listen, this is all. It listen, is? what, yes. <laughs> I didn't know cartoons were this important. Oh, we're talking about I cartoons? Didn't Yeah, we're but adults. I, uh, come on, but John is, is very
0: passionate. Now, this is the funny part here, because John K., like, it sounds all wonderful, it sounds great, but it actually doesn't, because, again, you don't... He doesn't have any conviction in his voice. He sounds like he's meandering. He sounds like, oh you know, uh, I had this whole grand plan, whatever. If the industry was going to go a certain way, it was going a certain way regardless of what you thought you could do. And if you had the money and the clout to make your own stuff independently, like Zappa released music, um, his um, he recorded this himself. He 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 had a deal with Rico to release CDs and have like production, because he couldn't actually manufacture stuff himself. Then distribution was an issue. But ultimately, if you have the guts, you put your money behind it and you say, fuck it, I'm funding this. This is going to be self-sufficient. And I have that much integrity. I'm so invested in it. You weren't, dickhead. You sold it.
2: Exactly. This is why you see see this kind of in podcasting now, for example. People Mm -hmm. who were like, no, we're not going to be silenced. We're going to do our own thing. Mm -hmm. And look at these people who are now, they have whole platforms and money-making industries based on... Their drive and leadership because mm-hmm. they believe in their thing. Does this sound like somebody that can lead anything? Or mm-hmm. does this sound like a meandering asshole who's just scraping shit together?
0: Yeah, well, I, I'm trying to think of an example, a uh, more like a, a reasonable analogy in the movies. And I guess I, the only one, unfortunately I can come up with is, uh, for example, Kevin Smith, when he made Mallrats after doing clerks and he did, and basically they hired some people that he, I don't think he would have hired if he had his way, if he really had fully control of it. And then when he had to do chasing Amy and, and mall was shit, but chasing Amy, which was a, a really good film, probably his best film anyway, um, they, I think they went to, I think Harvey Weinstein went up to him and said, look, you can, you can have so-and-so in the film and we'll give you 750,000 to produce it, or you can choose the actors you want. and We'll give you 75,000. And he's like, give me the 75,000. I want to hire who I want to hire. And we'll do this like gorilla style, 16 Miller, 16 millimeter. And the results worked. Yeah. You ha- Some people do have integrity. Some people do think, no, I got to take this back because it just was not, I was not well served by, you know, Paramount or whoever decided to take control of it, fuck's sake. So there are people out there with that kind of integrity who will take the gamble. Wig never would. That's the whole point. Like John K, I don't know, I guess I don't know what his finances were. I guess there's a few things that are still very much in question. Passionate yeah. about his craft. Yeah, Jackie,
6: you know just like you are about those stupid jokes. Hmm. <laughs> but
1: my
3: my feeling comes from
1: I remember at Channel Nine when Billy got the job, I mean, and I was working with him a lot. He was really, really excited to have that job. It was to him it was exactly what John described. It was like a dream come true. It was doing this right. wild creative thing. Right, but Billy was hired because he was talented, not because he was getting some handout. Yeah, no, no, no. But but hmm. it was a well, an
2: look at this guy. Look at this guy! Like this is this is the guy defending John K. Mm-hmm.
0: And the, the, this like he's uh, he's he's a backstabber. He's this. He's that. All of a sudden, Billy's talented. Oh, anybody could do that voice. He's full of shit. It's like Ralph. the whole time, It's Ralph. Yeah. And uh, I can't keep, I can't help but look at that fucking poster with this with this mirror image. This is supposed to be like the bookends of like the cover of the Howard's book, and uh, it looks so. Fucking airbrushed. It's 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 on. It's hysterical. he has got like, sunglasses
2: fa- on in studio. He might as well be Artie.
0: And that square face. <laughs> You're talking about Ralph. I'm dying looking at the poster.
2: I know, but I'm saying, like, look at you, fucking defending John Kay in your fucking sunglasses. You yeah, fucking of piece of shit. You probably yeah. came in, fucking geeked up in the studio. Goddamn, dressing him like what?
1: Yeah. I mean, nobody else was hiring
5: Billy to do a wacky wild cartoon. There Mm -hmm. were tons of talented people that could not get work doing what
7: they were good at.
1: Right. Well, there you go.
7: Well! No, I I always thank John for the opportunity. Right. I did, and I used to tell people, (laughs) I can't go on other shows and talk about how brilliant you are. I told (laughs) you you face-to-face, I told you on the phone, I said, you're brilliant, I think you're a genius, you're a firebrand. You're a wake-up call to the industry. You know, what more do Who you want you from me except to? a good job <laughs> when I worked for you? That's all I would owe any employer. Right. And I and I would point. give any employer a great
0: job. More than a... So good. So look at Billy telling him the fucking truth. Wow. Any, other, any other person in that studio would have just bent over, but not Billy.
2: And he gave him and Howard the same respect.
0: Yeah. That's... More awesome. than more than he deserved, probably. I mean, he could have fucking Both. just laid waste to him and said, "Look, this guy was a tyrant. He was an idiot. He was uh, fucking all this." But no, he took the high road. I I respect Billy for that. Actually, I don't know that I, I could have. Res-
2: I respect him entirely. And you know what? The worst thing for celebrities and for people with that capital who had that power over people, mm-hmm. and this is going into, well, fuck the Me Too movement, but like anything about having power over people is that social media or these podcasting platforms or anything creatively that you can get your creative thing onto Mm -hmm. anything gives you the ability to circumvent this sort of bullshit. Yep. So you don't have to deal with this shit. Mm -hmm. And so that's a great way to circumvent these type of people. And they don't like that. They don't like that at one bit they don't like that you don't have to meet with the man you don't have to deal with these people they don't like that that's why howard is always like i made it the i had to i had to get ratings right i i I, I had to do callbacks and uh you know i had to do uh weather and time and
0: right and how did you get ratings howard with the cast of people that were on the show and we've like, seen what happened 20, 30 years later. Yeah, you're older, fine. But you remove all those people, and what are you left with? And this is, you know, that's why you're getting the shit contracts you're getting.
2: So good for Billy for being such a gentleman about it.
0: Mm-hmm. 100%. Right.
2: But he couldn't say anything nice about John on
6: a place where somebody could hear it. Okay.
0: But, yeah, Robin, you went on the Jay Leno said, show and said, uh, I'd love to be your sidekick. That's how, that's what we, that's how you complimented your boss. Fucking punt. Yeah. Cunt.
2: You might as well be wearing the Laura Ashley dress because that's what exactly what you fucking did, Job Climber.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the agenda wasn't to sit there and talk about John, I guess. Could have said a nice thing. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let,
0: listen, How did you come- what kind of narcissistic asshole employer goes, you didn't go on the show and thank me. This is like, you know, like it, you're talking about, you're trying to talk yourself up. Your whole mandate on there is to talk about yourself, not other people. When you go on these shows, what you are doing. If you want to, it's fine. You know, whatever you say, John K is great, whatever. But clearly, if Billy didn't mention it was he probably probably thought he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> Read between the lines.
2: Yeah. The silence <laughs> is deafening.
0: It is come up with the voice for Ren and Stimpy.
7: That was the question. That wasn't the question. I uh, said the the voice. Well, I was, I was always supposed them. to be Ren.
5: Right. That was I was always supposed to be
7: Ren. That was well, true. in the very beginning, yeah. <laughs> well that's that's the call i got I, I decided to put myself out of work right from the beginning hmm. you br- brought me over to nickelodeon and said i want you to do these two voices your quick study you can do it you can do it and you dragged me in a closet at nickelodeon and here you listen did? to this and listen read the script read it again we got to talk to these women over here and you know and, hmm. well hmm. that part would have been nice in the conversation hmm. somebody dragged you over there to do that yeah but i think it it would have been all over the place it would have been a little incongruous you know hmm.
2: John K., you're not, you're Fredo. He has no integrity. I think Billy can see this, that he doesn't have integrity in his talent. He doesn't have integrity to lead his crew of people. He doesn't have integrity to lead the show. And he saw that. And he's
0: trying
2: to say that in the nicest way he possibly can.
0: But not only that, he's actually, this is the funny part, by him saying, you didn't mention me, he's actually explaining that you, your ability and your clout exceeds mine, or exceeded mine. Because maybe John K. couldn't get on uh, Conan. Maybe I'm mistaken. You guys tell me in the comments if he, he appeared on the show. But I doubt it, because voice talent would always trump the writer. The or, writer's not getting on.
2: Or the, or the, the actor. Circulated.
0: Or it's very possible. It could. It could easily. And that. And that fucking industry is so small. The circle of people is so much smaller than people believe. And I'm not talking about like, you know, the the field of you know character actors and shit like that and extras. Obviously, that's massive. But I'm talking about creative. And people, the 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 people who can make shit happen, who can expedite films and TV shows, the producers and executive producers and all the fucking directors and stuff. That's a real small circle. And when stuff gets circulated in there, and if you get your name bandied about as someone who's a fucking troublemaker, you're not going to be employable. You just won't. Chris Farley by the end couldn't get insured for before he you know finally passed away, and that was the worry. And with same with Belushi, he was uninsurable uh, near the end. So. Uh, Bad behavior can only take you so far. Like, it, they'll only accept so much of it before all of a sudden. Look at the Polly Shore we, <laughs> story we said in yes, part one. That uh, was
2: brilliant. I was so loving that.
0: It could have been tolerated if his films were making more money, but even then, there would have been a cutoff point because people just get the fed fed the fuck up with it. They just don't want to deal with people like that. Right.
5: <laughs> Who created Ransom B? Oh, gee, I don't know. I mixed in a little bit of Burl Ives and Kirk Douglas and Peter Laurie. All right.
7: It would have been incongruous to say. I had to perform the characters, and I described what they were. I love arguments. You're a bad boy, Billy. Come on. <laughs> just didn't oh! that. Yeah.
6: Yeah. A you nah. know what? This does sound like one of those Nuremberg trials. spank him.
1: Spank him, Howard. All right. All right, listen. You two, obviously, uh, are you now friends? Is it out in the open, or it's, it's over? <laughs> all <right>. At least <laughs> no. we all
3: know it's worse where we <laughs>
2: this is so this is like the nuremberg trials this example is being given just for the affect so it's just to place billy in a position so when you say nuremberg and you say nazi and you say this Mm -hmm. you have just no way to skate around this because it's just so scathing of a remark
0: it's so extreme yeah
1: Second. I what know is it's getting. Oh, <laughs> we couldn't <laughs> get any
6: thicker
0: in here. <laughs> Where's Billy's wife in all of this? This is, this is all She's one side of
1: Fuck
2: you. Where's Allison? I'm sorry. What? Is is she giving CPR to Deborah?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just going back from the jingle ball after yeah. a bad.
2: I'm sorry. Does she need some water? Yeah. From the ecstasy that she needed from your lack of care. Is Beth over there snorting some coke? Incredible.
1: Yeah,
6: comes from Billy.
1: Predetermined. <laughs> uh. All right, all right. Listen, you guys. I want to congratulate John Kay on his new cartoon. I think that uh, there's there's some new excitement. in I the guess history
6: is moving ahead. Forget the Billy Fiasco.
1: Look for comic book. <laughs> this is the characters. You can see them here. One of them's a hot chick. With yeah. big cans <laughs> and nice legs. Who drew that? You? She's underage, too. Yeah, very
0: Whoa. nice. Oh, for fuck's Whoa. sake. Does it, doesn't it? does that just add the level of creep, like an extra layer of frosting on the creep cake?
2: Just like how he was killed. couldn't wait to the Olsen twins.
0: Oh, fuck me. Oh. Jesus.
2: So nice. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Who's giving him a pass? Sonny Hosta in the view. You guys want to have him on anytime soon?
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Oh, dear, yeah. I, oh,
1: hey, no. Could Billy hey. work on that one? If you get it into. Oh. Come on, let, let the bygones be bygones. <laughs> Billy, you could do a voice for this chick, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sexy could, little voice. I couldn't get through his agent. you will yeah. gouge me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, anyway, uh, All listen. Right, now see where that reference is Yeah, going. I, I got it. Yeah. Now I got it. All
0: right. Oh, for fuck's sake. Jesus H.
1: All right. And I want to thank the beautiful Leslie, who is John's assistant, who stands by him no matter what.
2: Stand by your boss.
1: That's right. Stand by your boss. And uh, John, obviously.
2: Yes. Yeah. Stand by your boss if she, unless she uh, gets another job. Unless she gets another job on the spot and then not a chance.
1: You're a brilliant animator and a brilliant man. I'm not afraid to say it. And Billy isn't either. You'll give him well, credit, I'll, won't you, right. House? I'll give you credit. I'm going to go on uh, Letterman and talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> I would like a little of this voiceover work myself, and I won't gouge it. <laughs> Thanks, Art.
0: What a fucking cocksucker. He couldn't get a voiceover gig if he paid people to get hired. <laughs> we, we so yeah. shit him. <laughs> They'd did be mean
2: to get rid of him.
0: Did you ever hear that voiceover work he did for the Blue Oyster Cult album? No. Oh, God. If I play it for you, I'll play it for you guys maybe right after this. Look at me. Ooh, how we. <laughs> hey, how's that? Not bad, right? That's pretty good. Yeah, I can do that crap.
1: You can do it cheaper than... Uh, it's not hard. Like yeah, I can draw better than Koreans, too. <laughs> All right. Okay.
0: Oh, my God. That's so uh... much funnier. When we start talking about his art in 2020, it's funny to hear him say this back then. <laughs> it was uh... Shit! It's shit now. It's shit way shitter, shittier back then. <laughs> he he face.
2: just he traces.
0: Uh, we're gonna take a
1: break. John Kay, thank you for being our guest today. Billy, uh, welcome to your nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, this is like a, uh, what is that show where they bring out people from their, their lives? Uh, oh, your you life?
2: should know. You should you, know. You it.
0: did a shitty one on the Channel 9 show.
2: <laughs> Mr. Chestnut, welcome and goodbye. <laughs>
0: if you're still alive and you still got your marbles, Mr. Chestnut, let us know. We'd love to interview you.
1: Yeah, this was like, this is your life. Uh, I don't quickly, think it ever ended like this. Though. John, tell me something. The uh, cartoon, The Critic, awful? Yes. True. Be honest. (laughs) The worst. The worst. The Uh, car.
2: Just answer it for him.
0: Yeah.
1: Cartoon. um, What's the the new one out? I saw.
7: What's the other cartoon? The
1: critic. Not the critic, but the the other one.
6: The one with the psychiatrist. Yes. I don't know what it's called.
1: Bad. All these cartoons. You don't see anything all that uh, creative coming out, do you? Well, Beavis and Butthead's great. Yeah, I like them too. That's the only one. That's
0: the only one. Well, I'm actually amazed he gave them any kind of props because guys like this, they just think everything else is shit unless they're involved. And Wig's no different.
2: I liked South Park. I liked Family Guy. Yeah. Thank goodness Billy didn't work on that one.
1: It <laughs> would have been over with. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. Ooh, and props to one of our fans. Futurama, mm-hmm. which Billy was involved with. Mm-hmm. He was a voice of somebody in a character in Futurama, and in one of the cartoons, they said something about Stern, and the character said, Stern's overrated.
0: (laughs) I wonder if they they wanted to throw that in, or he threw that in. I doubt it. Most voiceover people, they just read what's on the page.
2: Uh, I totally think Billy had something to do with that.
0: Oh, maybe, maybe he did. Let's believe it. We'll choose to believe it.
1: <laughs> all right, John, Leslie, thank you so much, and uh, we'll be back after these words.
5: So
0: you think everything's
5: patched up between you and Billy now? It didn't look like it. <laughs> it didn't look like it. It'd be nice, but it did you get like to call him it. or something after this? Or? Just a little apology is all I need. Is that what you were hoping for? Yeah, but it doesn't look like it's gonna happen—at least not here. Uh, with the intentions of? No, no, no. I, you know, I wasn't sure whether Billy was gonna be on it or not. Um, I was kind of hoping I'd be a little happier. Yeah. Pick a hug or something from him. But that's the Howard show, sorry. Yeah.
2: Just a little apology. That's all he wanted. And what what would happen if he gave you the apology? This is this is my thread. What would happen if he gave you the apology? It would continue the same way. Yeah, it would nothing would change. never be enough. No. Nope. Don't ever give the apology.
5: I mean, would you would you ever attempt to call him and maybe try to patch things up? Well, I actually think that that's on his side now. That's... So the police... Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: Yep. There's nothing, nothing you can do about it, buddy.
2: Okay. All right, John.
5: Thanks for coming. Okay. And uh, hope to see you soon. Bye.
0: Okay, I don't think we need to go through more of that. Uh okay, hold on. Oh there, uh,
2: I'd like to go I'd like to go through more of that gay looking <laughs> fucking
0: <The> top
3: ass <laughs> 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 funny as <this> shit.
0: <laughs> 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 it looks like the the top of a gay wedding cake. Oh, just real
3: quick, I was off of calling because uh I just wanted Bye. to Bye. My two- <laughs> on a seven- see my truth on of you Thanks, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All
3: right, buddy. Back back.
1: Eric, so, what, I couldn't hear you. What did you say?
3: I said the tour that I'm going Take care, do. man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever
1: call back. <laughs>